Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Party. We are here for episode four, six, three. And we're going to talk about a variety of things podcast related. The podcast we will show you tonight will relate to a central theme that will be supplied in the near future. It's tied in pretty hardcore with the zodiac symbols. Are there 12 of them? I think it's 12. Here are 12 zodiac symbols? Like the zodiac killer, did he kill 12 people? I can't remember. He was never caught. He might have killed. It might be a she. We don't know if it was a he or a she. It could be any. Could be like a. Maybe gender roles don't matter. Maybe it was a transgender person. We, you know, they could have switched by now. But the Zodiac Killer with the movie Zodiac, I think featuring Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm pretty sure he was in there. They didn't solve anything. Why was that movie a movie? There nothing happened. Tonight, we are going to be looking into some podcasts. Myself and some friends of mine who happen to be in this room. They happen to be one Natalie. One John. What's up? One Henry. Flesh and Bone Crew. Sans one Logan, who said that there was something more important than this. Apparently, the afterlife disappeared without a trace. (gasps) And to that end, because Logan may or may not be dead, we have two special guests tonight. Two special guests. One of whom is Mary. Hello. The other of whom happens to be David. Hello. <laughs> two special guests, two in one, here tonight for Podcast Party. We're going to introduce you guys to some crazy, bizarre, interesting podcasts that we have found and love. So let's get into it. Tonight, our episode's theme is supplied to us by none other than one of our special guests, David. What is our theme tonight, Mr. David? Our theme tonight is mud. 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 Wet dirt. Wet dirt. Dumb backwards. I've been listening to your podcast for a very long time, ever since you first came out. And you always have these great themes picked out that you pick out weeks in advance. I want to see how you guys do on the fly. Um, so. Mary? Mary. Oh, that's me. Okay. Uh, the word mud makes me think of my childhood days. I was a child once. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Oh. I know. It's, it's, I don't tell a lot of people that. But I grew up in Northern California. I had a best friend named Lucinda. Her name was Lucinda. And we, she used to make me listen to, listen to Pantera and jump off a roof onto a trampoline while we wore 
uh, rollerblades. <clears throat> Was this all happening simultaneously? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, we listened to Pantera, jumped off her roof with rollerblades. Anyways, in the back of her house, there was this trail, and we used to walk down it, and in the middle of the trail was this hole. And when it rained, it would just fill up with dirt, and we always would say, how deep is this hole? So Lucinda and I, one day, were like, oh, it's not that deep of a hole. We stepped into it, and I wasn't that tall when I was 10 or I think at 10 or 11, we stepped into it and the mud went up to our chins. So we're just hanging out in the mud and it's like red mud and we come out of the hole and I get on my bike and I drive home and my mom's like, no, she does not let me in the rest of the day. Like she hoses me down, but that's mud. Like we went, anytime it would rain, we'd go to the back of her house and jump into this puddle of mud. Oh, oh that, that actually reminds me of a, of a story from my youth. I lived in the, the sticks of rural Mississippi for a while, and one of the things that would happen is after a rainy season, the, the woods behind our house, the wooded area, would flood and there would be large amounts of mud. And me and my sister were exploring the woods after one of these, these torrential downpours, and there was a very angry dog that was blocking our progress oh, no. to our parents' house. And we didn't know what to do because, you know, you don't want to be attacked by a dog. I don't think anyone does. You know, not judging if someone wants to be. Yeah, like, I don't think anyone wants to be attacked by a dog. Mm -mm. And then this hunter came by, and he had, like, a Hulk Hogan mustache. And he appeared, like, at the crest of a hill. And I guess he wanted to, like, save us from the dog. And he, like, waded into the mud, just disappeared. Then we went home. Wait, (laughs) was this a dream? No, this is a real thing. Did he die? There was never a story in the newspaper about it, so I guess he got out of there. But we were... What? We, we took the distraction for all it was worth and just went Wait. Home. I'm sure he was fine. Are I you mean, sure? Like, maybe there's someone's family member that is missing right now. I mean, it's just mud. Wait, so... Okay, so he waded into the mud and that distracted the dog? Yeah. How? So. The dog just, like, stopped barking and just looked. Is he magic? I think the dog was just as confused as we were. <laughs> I love to. I would love to see that, though. Dogs that are confused by, mm-hmm. like, bark, bark. What the fuck <laughs> is this guy doing? I think they're more like us than maybe you imagine. <laughs> when, when I was little, I used to have indoor Barbies and outdoor Barbies mm-hmm. as a little kid. And my outdoor Barbies, of course, which were naked. Like, I didn't want oh, to bring course, their yeah. clothes out there. Yeah. The clothes, oh. Barbie clothes are expensive, they are. Yeah, of course. And, uh... The mud outside my house was always, like, a villain uh, in my mind, like, in my kid mind. I would always be like, oh, no, they're sinking in the mud. And, like, the mud was, like, sentient or something in my kid mind. And so the mud would, like, follow them and stuff. I don't know. It was really weird. It was kind of like the blob. Yeah. Yeah. It would, like, absorb them. I remember as a kid, we, um... We, I, I remember even as a kid, I thought Captain Planet was lame. And I was like, screw that guy. He always wins. He's super vanilla. It's like the, the uber Superman boo. But uh, I remember we had a Captain Planet figure. And I remember when I would f- spend the night at a friend of mine's house, we would do a thing. And I don't know. It's really dumb, real cheesy, and also really dangerous. But we would do a th- We would make potions. 
at like, you know, two in the morning after his parents had gone to sleep, we would go into the kitchen, like the laundry room and stuff, and grab random chemicals from around the house and mix them all together and see what happened. And I remember one of the nights we, we mixed a bunch of chemicals together, and I think we might have actually done something with like a, like a battery and like played with some, maybe done something with battery acid. I can't remember exactly how it played out, but we, we did melt a Captain Planet figure. I do remember nice. that happened. Nice. And, uh, I remember that I think we got scared and freaked out because of how fast the figure melted. And so we ran out on the front porch, threw the potion out in the front yard, and like the next morning, and for years after that, there was a dead spot of grass in the front yard of like that just wouldn't grow because of this random assortment of chemicals that we had we had poured on <laughs> and scorched the earth with. I guess it was yeah. I don't know. Did any, I don't know. Maybe that's just us. But I no, don't know. I, th- I think everyone when they were little, they made crap like, together. Yeah, mm-hmm. potions and stuff. Like I think that was which that reminds me of a podcast. What? A podcast oh, already? Please do. I would adjust my cummerbund. Okay. Oh my goodness. I was like, so we were talking about mud and then we started talking about potion. And I found this uh, podcast and it's it's really unique. And it is um, it's these two people. And what they're doing is they're, I'm pretty sure they're cooking meth, but they don't say that they're cooking meth. They say that they're making potions. And it's much like a, um, a children's show, but they're making potions, but I really think that they're making meth, meth, excuse me, and it's called the Magical Potion Potent Magic Hour. Ooh, it's not meth. So they're not really trying to hide it in their title at all. But yeah, it's it's really great. I love it. It's it's fantastic. So it's just people... They're making meth, okay, but they're hiding it as though they're making potions. They're really big, like Harry Potter fans. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think we should listen to that. Yeah, let's give, let's give that a go. All right, uh, David, would you mind hitting the button? Oh yeah, sure, of course. kids and welcome back to the magical potion potent potion hour we're not making meth you forgot the woo Woo! sorry I, i'm bad at the stage direction sorry so today we're going to continue the process that we've been following up until this point of making a love potion that's right dr meth thanks jimmy how are you today, Jimmy? I'm great. That's that's great. I'm having you. a lot of fun in the RV. So so now that you've gotten all your Erlenmeyer flasks cleaned and set up, boy, did that take a long time. The first ingredient we're going to need for our potion is um a breath of Sudafed. Do you have the 12 bottles of Sudafed elixir? I had to go out of state, but I sure did get it. Boy, I sure am glad you got this magical ingredient. We just pour that in there. This is one bottle at a time. All right. So you want to make sure this maintains a temperature of 215 degrees exactly throughout. Or else it'll, uh... 
titrate and it won't be any good anymore. Oh, that's Fahrenheit, right? Yeah, sure. So, Jimmy, introduce him to the next ingredient. Oh, okay, Dr. Meth. Mm-hmm. The next ingredient we're using tonight, today, because it's daylight yeah, hours it's, where it's, normal people are doing normal stuff. It's daytime in the magical kingdom of Arizona. Yep. The next ingredient we're using is trinitrotalumate. Trinitrotalumate. You can extract this from dragons or in a pinch... You could actually rob a textile factory. You want to put five drops, three, four, five, and maintain the constant temperature, or else it'll begin to oxidize and it'll strip the lining of your eyes. That happened to Cousin Jeremy. It did. That's why he's not my assistant anymore, because you can't help make... Potions if you can't see. Didn't you disown him because he was weak and handicapped now? I did. I, I disowned him and I, I left him to the magical... The magical desert. So who's buying our potions this week? Our potions this week are funded by one Linda McCartney. Debit card number five. You know, that's not important. What's important is that we get on with the creation of this love potion so that people will pay us a lot of money to be our boy or girlfriends. That's a good idea. So the next thing we're going to want to add is a lot of time. About 15 hours set at the exact same temperature. It's very important that you maintain the same temperature. And also you have to keep your hazmat suit on at all times because this is very corrosive. Why'd you make me wear my tidy whities and carry a pistol? Right? Right. Yeah, it's really great. You know, I've been listening to this podcast for a while, and no wonder all the stuff I make is, like, really weird. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought I was actually four potions. I'm kind of upset. I thought I just had a whole bunch of glassware that appeared out of nowhere. But no, (laughs) apparently it's meth. And I really like each... Each episode, the DEA agent shows up, and she's just like, hey, what's up? And she doesn't really stop them from yeah, doing what they're doing. she's, like, completely ineffectual. Yeah. Just like bureaucracy, am yep. I right? Mm-hmm. Man, Political. This, this podcast says a lot about our times. Yeah. yeah. It does. Especially because, man, it's just that easy to make some potions? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I thought magic was involved. Well, if you think about it, the earth is entirely magical. <gasps> like, the dirt that we're standing on used to be, like, living things, and then what? it became dirt. So are we going to become dirt? Apparently. Yep. And if you add water to it, it's mud. See, there you go. We're just nice. basically talking mud at this point. That's like two degrees of separation. Speaking of talking mud... Oh, Okay. I've got a podcast related to that. Whoa. And it's about golems. Oh. The the mud creatures that are given us a chim, I think is the word. From It's a small, like a Hebrew mythology thing. Yeah, from Hebrew mythology. You have a little scrap of paper with certain words on it, and you put it into the back of their head, or in their mouth, and some mythology, I don't remember. That's their purpose. This golem podcast actually explores... Uh, the different instances of, of golems that have been uh, encountered 
you know, encountered. It's kind of like a like a like a Bigfoot or a UFO type podcast, where the, but it's specifically about golems around the world and where they've been encountered and like, is it real? Is it not? They, you know, they're pretty objective, but occasionally they, you know, their bias leaks in. Um, it's two uh, two best friends. They they they've been working on this podcast. They used to be reporters, but they're you know they're very adamant and very like very passionate about the subject matter of the golems and uh yeah i don't know i'll I'll let you guys hear an episode uh this is from season four uh they've been dealing with the golem mythology for a while now this is actually getting into uh golems in las vegas Ooh, yeah do you want me to hit the button john please do Welcome back to Golem Talk with Jeremy and Abe. As always, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Abe. And together we're Jeremy and Abe. Yes, we are. And this week we're talking about the golems of Las Las Vegas. Las Vegas, yes. Mm. There's a lot of mud out there in the desert. You can make a lot of golems. And... You know what I noticed the other day? Oh, what did you notice? I noticed a pretty obvious golem the other day. I was out in Vegas, you know, by myself. A present present day golem. A present day golem. He was singing up on that stage. I think he called himself Tom Jones. I'm not sure. But he was a pretty obvious golem. I'm just saying. Oh, so you saw the telltale sign. He said it's not unusual to be loved by someone, and I think that's golem talk, oh, honestly. It's like some weird backward syntax right. that a golem. You would know what use. else he said? He said the p word. He said, "What's new?" I don't know if we can say this on here. Can we say it on here? Can, I th- if you're referring said, to an animal. He said pussycat. Oh. And he, then he said, whoa, 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 which must be a golem speak for whoa. summoning your master. That, whoa, 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 classic whoa, whoa, golem whoa. speak. Three right. repetitions of the whoa. Exactly. Now, did you see the third telltale sign where it's like he doesn't make eye contact he, with anyone in the room? He never made contact I keep I kept trying I kept jumping from audience member to audience member I even sat on the sh- on the shoulders of one audience member and yelled hey Tom Jones and did I get any response no so Tom Jones I think he probably couldn't hear me but that's just a golem excuse now here's the fourth telltale sign of a golem when he when you splashed him wet with a bowl of water, did he start crumbling? <laughs> you know I brought my bowl of water with me. Always take one Always with you. Always bring one just in case. And I splashed it on him. You know what happened? He just took off his shirt and the ladies went wild. Oh, he's one of them water resistant golems. That's right. You know. The golems of Las Vegas have had a long, illustrious history. Did you know? Yes. That Las Vegas was created by a golem. Was it really? Yes, back in the 1950s, odd whatnot. It makes sense. You know, you can get married there. You can lose money there. Golem things, you know? (laughs) You know, each golem has a scroll of paper with a singular purpose. Right. 
And the golem that created Las Vegas, you know what its, what its singular purpose was? What, is it? what was it? Make a safe haven for golems. Oh, that's right. You know, Only golems go to Las Vegas. I saw two other golems. Were they just in the audience at no, the top? No, they were on stage as well. They oh. came on later. You know what they were called? Was it? They had two tigers. Oh, them. I knew! I knew this was yes. gonna come up. This yes. was the, the Simon and Garfunkel. No, those Sigmund, are golems, but they're elsewhere. Sigmund and Freud. Yes. And their tigers are actually little do people know. Yes. The tigers are golems yes. too. Yes, they're tiger golems. Tiger golems. Tiger golems. Tiger golems. Whose only purpose is to be tiger golems. That's what they're that's what their key means. You yes. say bro, be tiger golems yes. and they're being tiger golems. They have no golems. other purpose. And you know what Sigmund and Freud's What what their their purpose? What is their Distract purpose? people from the fact that they be golems. Oh, well, I was mighty distracted by their flashy outfits. And that's what they, it's the outfits it's what the do outfits. it. It's you the outfits. You can't tell they're made of clay. It's the outfits. Yes. It's the outfits. Oh, another golem. I have another golem, but I can't remember his name. I just remember he kept, he said it in a weird language. He kept telling me thank you in a weird language, like Donka Shane. And I don't know. <laughs> I was like, that's golem speak. Oh, it sounds like one of the <laughs> foreign golems. Yes, he's a foreign golem. Abe. And why would he tell me thank you? I just met him. That's golem talk. Did you know something about golems? What else about golems? We have to recharge every... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look, I don't know about you guys, but podcast. They cast it. They did. That was a thing they made. They're pretty great. I really like that. I've never heard that one before. I, I was a little afraid there would be some anti-Gollum, so, uh, you know, context. Because, oh. well, I've, I've dealt with that a lot as a Gollum. Oh. Like, a lot of people don't realize it, but some people, they see the mostly shapeless face yeah. and the uh, the completely mud-covered body that's underneath his shirt. Yeah. I tell people it's hair, but it's mud. Oh, oh. It's just really well-refined uh, well mud. I thought you were, like, pig pen, you know? Oh, no, I'm Gollum. You're Gollum? Yep, I'm just Gollum. Is that why your elbow fell off yesterday? Because I was really confused. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't really, like, shame you. Well, yeah, that's that's part of the reason why. It was just really dry out there. Are you I'm... offended by the Lord of the Rings, Gollum? Look, don't let these people Gollum shame you, all right? Be who you I are. No, I, I, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's no. It's okay. He, I want to know. There's I don't, golem and there's I don't mean golems. it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Is that a thing? I'm, I'm different from. Yeah. That's. There's no feeling of anger whenever someone brings up Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Okay. He was a completely different creature. No. We are constructs. He was born. I have a question though. Yeah. So if you run out of mud for whatever reason, let's say there's Play-Doh around. What does your people think about Play-Doh? Or is that an offensive question? Um. I'll let it slide because you didn't. Okay, don't really, didn't no, know. no, 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 no. It's okay. It's just there were um, there were wars a long time ago. Mm -hmm. uh, there are battlefields that are still, for lack of a better term, bloodied by oh, golem Jesus. blood or well, actually just mud. Like, yeah. Uh, there was a Play-Doh shortage. It was mm. it was pretty rough. Now we just stick to silly putty. Uh, okay. uh, David, look, don't let their ignorance make you think less of humans. I understand. I'm an intersectional golemist. Okay. 
Cool. So I, I understand what I you're going you through. I think you just make up like oh, terms so wait, you look, can just like look. be better than no. everyone in the world. You're sounding a lot like a golem right now. No, no. I just I, I identify with the golems without being them. So uh, you're right. Wait, yeah, sure. Is that, yeah. is that a shirt tag or is that your Did purpose? I see. To you? Shirt. It's a shirt tag. It's, oh, okay. It's just a shirt you tag. You accept who you are. Not yeah. Afraid. No, I accept who I am as a human. Drop it. Well, speaking of unwanted. We've got ads. Oh! oh. Nice segue. Thanks. Oh, the advertisers might have kind of an No, they'll love it. No. Okay, okay. They love disdain. I'll just remove the un from the unwanted. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll fix it. Speaking post. of wanted, we've got ads. Let's hear some ads. Here we go. Hey! Does anyone want a burrito? It's got beans in it, and it's got rice in it, and it's got cheese in it, and it's got dog in it. Dog! Have you given money to the spay and neuter Clinton? You should. Because <laughs> if not, we're going to put it in for me. That's right. I'm right here. I am Bill Spay and Newton, Neuter Clinton, and I am here to sponsor spaying and neutering in your area. Give us a call at 1 800 Spay and Neuter Clinton. Sniff your dogs and we're going to put them in my burritos. I didn't inhale. <laughs> Jonas, you know what I love? Yeah. What do I love? <laughs> I, don't, I don't rightly know. I, I don't. Jonas. I just wanted to play Jonas, what, what, what do I love? Ping pong. God damn it. God damn it, little Jeb Jonas. <laughs> little Jonas, you're not old enough to answer the question. But yes, you are correct. I do love ping pong. And you know who makes a good ping pong table? Oh. Reggie's. God damn it, no. It is not Reggie's. It is, yes, it is Reggie's. <laughs> Oh, little Jonas. Little Jonas, I swear, since we adopted you, our lives have gone straight into the pot. All right, let's try to continue this as if little Jonas doesn't exist. Jonas? Yes. I love ping pong. Yes. I love ping pong at at Reggie's. Yes. You know what I love about ping pong at Reggie's? Yeah. It's easy. (laughs) Yo, no. Jesus Christ. Okay, yes, it's... And you win. A lot. Yeah, you, you can you can win ping pong at Reggie's, and it is relatively easy. And you get free beer sometimes. Oh, thanks, Why is it that I'm gonna smack a child who is right? <laughs> hey, everybody! John from Podcast Party here with a quick little plug for my new Kickstarter. It's called Rent. If uh, if you follow my life at all, you know that I uh, I have a series of creative projects going on, and maybe sometimes it could use your your patronage. So if you want to submit five or or ten or twenty dollars to my Kickstarter, I will make rent. What does that mean? You have to find out. Hey, John, are you by any chance talking about you're going to put on a production of the musical Rent? No, I'm just going to make Rent, Henry. I'm just going to... John, John, I'm just, they, John. They tell me they can't, you can't put something on Kickstarter unless you're going to make something. And you, I'm called gonna, me at, you called me at 3 a.m. because you gonna, said you had a great idea for commercial, and now I just you're begging on the I'm, internet? No, I'm not begging. I'm trying to get my creative project of making Rent off the ground. John, John, I'm going back to sleep. Get out of my house. This summer, from the minds that brought you... 
Golem and Golem 2 and Golem Calpi Syndrome. It's Golem 3. More eroticism. Ooh. I'm a golem. I'm here for a good penis. More violence. Ouch! I, oh no, golem, don't hit me. I hit you with my penis. More tax assessors going down. On the penis. Um, excuse me, can this penis be deductible? I'm not very, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, let me see, the size of it, let's measure it. More boredom? No! It's Golem 3! In the penis. Uh, I think, I think this should definitely be part of your deductible, I'm not, I'm not sure. Deduct this! This summer. Those ads kind of adequate. Good call. I'd say their ad was absolutely great. I would add. I think I got ad nauseum. Man, but that was too far. Those were ads. Fantastic. Is that an adverb? Did I do it right? Ad amazing. I would like to add. Oh! We're quite nice. Quite informative. I won't admonish you. (laughs) I see what you advertisement. That was admonitable. I will kill you all. listening out there, everybody? (laughs) Now that we've lost most of our people, let's... Let's let's get back let's to stuff. Bring it in. I have a I have a podcast that's kind of related to mud. Um, it's these two guys who are very proficient in film knowledge, and I think one of them might be a girl that sounds pretty masculine. I'm not very sure. Um, but the whole thing is they talk about Matthew McConaughey movies, and they talk about is they they like outline the plot of Matthew McConaughey movies, and they talk about whether it's actually a Matthew McConaughey movie or it's a piece of shit. And um, you know, since Mud is a Matthew McConaughey movie, I thought it might relate to oh. this. So what they do is they outline the movie, and then they discuss whether it's actually a movie or it's a piece of shit. Okay. Which I'm sorry if that's a mature. You know. And what is it, well, it called? Well, shit is a French term for mud. Okay, yeah. yeah. There we go. What was it called again? It's, um... Ma- I think it's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Or Ma- Matthew McConaughey, I can't yeah. remember. I think okay. we'll find out when we start yeah. listening. That's probably true. Welcome back to Matthew McCannamud. Matthew McCannamud. My name is Matt. My name is Stace. Hey, Stace. So, what up? So, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to be talking about some serious possible Matthew McConaughey movies. You know what movie I'm on the fence about? What movie? Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. You know... A lot of people don't appreciate the deeper narrative there. There's some deep shit in that film. Like, 
For example, there's the gaggle of women who were yeah. trying to seduce Matthew yeah. McConaughey. But you know what? Yeah. He ain't having it. Nope. Especially the one who is like hitting on married guys who didn't have kids. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. That was deep. That was deep. I like the part how the director used motion in his cuts, much yeah. like Spielberg. Yeah, it was very Spielberg-esque to how there was movement. Yeah. But what I really appreciated from Ghost of Girlfriend's past was Matthew McConaughey's uh, presence. Yeah. It was like he was a piece of shit, but he was in a three-piece tux, so I was okay with that. Yeah. It was totally, like, it was totally not ratchet. Yeah. Totally not ratchet. You know what movie this reminded me of? What movie? Die Hard. Oh, yeah. You know, Ghost of Girlfriends passed very similar to Die Hard. Like, the the three Ghosts of Girlfriends passed. Yeah. They represent Hans Gruber. They do. All of them. And as much as they wanted to bring down Matthew McConaughey's tower. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Mud. Mud. Matthew McConaughey. Excuse me. I get very... Frustrated when I say his name because I don't know if I'm angry or if I'm aroused. Yeah, but anyway, his sexuality is the very same as Nakatomi Tower. Oh, yeah. It's hard. (laughs) And And it's on fire. And like multiple stories tall. Yeah. And there's Argyle in the basement. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah, I get it. So in this movie, there's a guy. Yeah. Named Matthew. Yeah, like me. Yeah. And Matthew McConaughey. Exactly. Any movie he's in, I don't give him a new name. He's just called Matthew. That's what most directors do. Yeah. And he falls in love with... He doesn't fall in love with people, does he? No, it's not so much... Matthew McConaughey's incapable of love. He is, because he's a robot. It's well documented. Yeah, he's a robot. Very similar to the Golems. Yeah, he's a robot golem. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, like Robocop? Actually, that kind of is what RoboCop is. Yeah. That you mentioned. Uh-huh. He's kind of a robot golem. He is. And when he's like, he's like, people are like, oh no, we need help. He's like, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. a robot. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, since we're, uh, we're at that time of the show where we have to talk about a shit movie. Yeah. Uh, so today, I, I just finished watching this one film. It was uh, called The Seventh Seal. Oh. It's... A 1950s movie, so no Matthew McConaughey. Oh, man, that's shit. It was shit. Any movie without Matthew McConaughey is shit. And there was a lot of shitting because this was about a plague or something. God. And chess. Which you, you know, you can take a dump while you're playing chess. Yeah, you, you can. you know that? I do. Checkmate, mate. Doo-doo. What a good podcast. That was, that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Henry said, what a good podcast. Oh, I like that. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. It didn't go all the expected places. Uh, you could tell that the, the both of the both of the hosts were pretty passionate about mm-hmm. uh, about Mr. McConaughey. Pretty well knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna have to rethink him after listening to this yeah. podcast. I try to rethink him at least once a day. You know, me too. That's like, what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I watched Tropic Thunder in French, and he's still as powerful a character. Was he, he Trump or Trump? Trump? He was the agent. No, he's, that's Tom Cruise. 
No, 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 no. What? Oh, he was the agent. Is, oh, yeah. the, the, yeah. the problem is, I'm thinking of Thunder in Paradise, which is oh, Hulk Hogan's short-lived. That, <laughs> when Matthew face. McConaughey was like yes. twelve. Did you guys ever watch the movie Captain Ron? Yes, yes, I have. I have. Fun time. Oh, it was uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, Martin Short. Mm-hmm. And his family, Martin Short's You know, uh, Hulk Hogan has actually been in some like tabloid trouble recently. Oh, yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, that reminds me of a podcast. He's not a great writer. What? It what? It does. does. Whoa, the phone. Mud Slingers. It reminds me. And in fact, that's pretty accurate. Okay. So what this podcast is, is these uh, these two people get together, and they basically set up this podcast, which is a series of testimonials about things that celebrities have done that are that are really, like, shocking. But the problem is all the celebrities are from uh, Grimhold, Massachusetts. And it, the name of the podcast, believe it or not, this might be a little on the nose for you guys, but it's called MUD, M-U-D, Massachusetts Unwanted Details. Uh, it's about the various wow. celebrities of small town Massachusetts who have uh, committed various misdeeds and people come in anonymously to tell stories about them. Interesting. So if you ever wanted to know something about the uh, the residents of Grimhold, Massachusetts, this is this is where you go. I'm curious. I'm excited. I'm all for it. I like buttons. Push it. Press it. Okay. Massachusetts unwanted details. I am Eleanor. And I'm Annie Beal. We are. We, we are, are Eleanor and Annie Beal. We, we are official Massachusetts journalists, but we keep tabs on people around Massachusetts. Let me tell you. Let me Tell you. No. Let, you let, let, you, us, let, let us, us tell you. Can we, woof. Woof. Okay. Woof. Massachusetts celebrities Ooh. and their doings. The whole. The, the weatherman? The weatherman. We're going to talk about the weatherman. Let's talk about the weatherman. Weatherman Tom. I don't know. That's our feature story. Yeah, you get started. Weatherman Tom? Weatherman Tom. Can I just jump in? No, just do it. Any bill, any bill, any bill. Do you mind if I jump in? I do not mind. You are spreading news about him. Eleanor is going to jump in. Weatherman Tom. Weatherman Tom. Weatherman Tom has been in the tabloids this week with his... Doings. I will tell you what he was down. T- he was downtown. He had his swans in oh. a pickup truck in the back of his pickup truck. His what? Swans. Who puts a swan in the back of a pickup truck? Who puts Who multiple does that? swans? That's what a, I'm saying. He you had, need a permit for that. He had nigh on to 17 swans in the back of a pickup truck. Save a tail. The to- a Toyota Tacoma, a small one. He has what? a Toyota what? Tacoma. 17, wow. 17 swans. He's a weatherman. He makes that money. He, he doesn't makes, make that money. He makes all that no. money. You know what? You know what? I hear that Weatherman Tom is actually secretly saying that you know that lady up on the hill. No, is, you didn't. No, okay. Which that lady, lady on the that hill? That lady up on the hill that is married to that guy who got rich on the soap that we. Are saw you talking you know? about a Michelle Obama? Uh, 
No, <laughs> but her name is Michelle Obama, but she is of no relation to our first lady. But her name is Michelle Obama, but, but she is not doing justice to that name. Ooh. No, I saw her. I seized her. Ooh. I went out for my walk. Ooh. And you know how I go. I know how you go on your I walk. Know how I, go on my I walk. know you go your, your horseshoe route through the I'll, cul-de-sac. I'll, I'll horseshoe mm-hmm. round. You do. And I saw her coming out of that door, and she was wearing what she wore the night before. Ooh, the walk, right. of shame. walk of shame. Them swans ain't got nothing to come up against <laughs> that Michelle Obama, not the first that, lady Michelle that's Obama. That's right. That's right. Let's talk about another celebrity of Massachusetts. Oh, please do. Let's talk about another. I would love to hear about another celebrity you of know, Massachusetts. Grimhold. Grimhold. Grimhold represent. Mm, okay. Grimhold. You know. You know. Do I know? You know Howard. I probably know. I oh. Do you, okay. Do I know? <laughs> you know Howard. Do, 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 do. Any bill. Any he, bill. Any bill. He went. Of course I don't. He Howard. went into a Kroger. No, he didn't. He go. He, he told me he never go back into it. Oh, he went back, girl. He went back. He into went Kroger. back to the Kroger, and you know what he did? You know what he did? No, I don't. He took but a, I want to. He took a piece of gouda. No, he didn't. He put it down he his pants. He put a piece of cheese. He, he put, put it down his pants. Put it down his pants. And he tried to walk out with it. No, he didn't. In front of everybody. Ooh, Ellen, you does not believe that, any bill. No, you any need to bill. believe. Are you, you telling me? You telling me? You telling me? And you know me. what? You know what? Mm. He wasn't even hiding the fact that he had a bottle <gasps> of whiskey in his jacket. Oh, oh no. no! Whiskey in his jacket, no. gouda in his pants. No. You telling me? Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. You had something to talk Whisking about. Back do, you, back do you remember? You had something to bring about Patricia. You know I did. You, you know did. I did. You did. That's right. I was going to talk did. about Patricia. You need to talk about Patricia. Pat we always, on every episode, if you are regular, we know we, you know that we talk about Patricia. Patricia is a celebrity in her own right. She she never going to make it though. Pat Patricia's Righteous Corner. Righteous. We talk about it. It's a segment on every episode. Patricia's yeah, Righteous Corner. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about it right now. Today, today, Annie Bill, Annie Bill, Annie Bill. Hold on now. Let me tell you about it. Let me tell you about it. What's happening in the city council of our very own Grimhold, Massachusetts? I will tell you right now what Pat Risha has been doing. What has she been doing? What she's been doing? I tell you what she's been doing. What she been doing? She has been stocking the vending machines with. Fruit Punch Fruitopia. Oh my God! From 1997. Let me tell you what. That's right. Not even it. Not even trying to make it current. She has been bringing. Ooh. Now let me ask. I I got a little recording from Pat Risha. You did. I got a little recording from Pat Risha. Yes. This is a little recording. I'm just gonna. This is her talking about what she did with the vending machine. Hear it from her own mouth. It's supposed to be off the record, but no, just listen. Is this Pat Risha talking about the Fruitopias? Some fruit in the machines? That's what I And heard. she said she would get it with Fruitopia? I don't believe oh, that. Oh, hell no, she didn't say Thank that. Thank you. That's, that's no. high fructose corn syrup? No, corn. that is not real fruit. That corn. is Fruitopia. Corn. When you add a topia to something, it's not real. That's corn side. Corn side rup? Corn side. You're right. High fructose. I don't want to my kids corn. They already eat so much corn. 
Excuse me, ma'am, uh, would you pass the collection plate down? Oh, oh well, sure, sure. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give yeah. 20 this month. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Amen! Amen! Grimhole? Yeah. Where exactly in Massachusetts is that? I've actually, I've, I've looked it up. Yeah. Can't find it. Oh, cannot find Grimhole, Massachusetts. Their accents are so familiar, but I can't place it. It's not Massachusetts, though. It's like a, it's like an everyman accent, like the accent that everyone in America has. Oh yeah, like the newscaster. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Well, I learned a lot about Massachusetts uh, celebrities from Grimhole. I mean, maybe. Maybe you learned more than you really wanted to know. Probably, it's probably some unwanted details. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like with that, that we've come to the end of tonight's podcast. It sure seems that way. Right? Yep. Uh, we've heard quite a few interesting and fascinating uh, mud-related podcasts tonight. And uh, thank you for that theme, David. You're welcome. And thank you for being here, David and Mary, both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Natalie, John, and Henry, for joining in as party goers this evening. You're welcome. I had some fun. Um, you know, anybody have plugs? Our special guests, do you guys have anything you'd like to plug? My hair. Nice. Oh, like hair plugs. Yeah. I tried. I tried. I I want to be like David. We all do. I never will be like David. Oh. Well, I'd just like to plug that if you're into learning more about Golem's rights, then you can read the Golem's Bill of Rights online. It's actually at golembillofrights.edu. Um, it's actually shared off of Stanford University's website. They've been very kind to Golems as of late. Um, lots of soulless people entering there, and, and we're very thankful for that. And that's I swear that wasn't a dig. That was just the, you know. That's gbor.edu slash Stanford yeah, University? Yeah, that's, that's the one. I always forget the exact URL. Hmm. Uh, no, it's a worthwhile uh, website. I've looked into it. I, I actually end up at that website fairly often because I'm, I'm a big fan of Swedish death metal. I'm looking for Gaborado. Oh, mm. there we go. But aren't you part of an organization? Didn't you mention that? that you, help? you identify as a golem? I, I don't identify. I identify with golems. Oh, okay. I, I don't give a shit about their rights. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, uh, any other plugs? Plugsies? Dance like no one's watching. That's right. Paint with all the colors of the... What is it? The... Forest. El Nino. Oh, paint with all El Nino forest. Yes. <laughs> all right. That makes sense. And on that note... On the little sage words. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Like, comment, subscribe. Zero credits is a good podcast, too. To Check it out. Podcasts. Bye.
skeleton crew. <laughs>